What is up, FinTech fam? Nicole here, and welcome to another episode of News Bites. In each episode, I focus on the human side of FinTech trends that you should be paying attention to. Today's topic of discussion is representation of different communities in media and newsrooms and how it affects our perceived representation of FinTech. Let's dive in after this message from our friends over at NASDAQ. What the FinTech and Nasdaq Data Link are teaming up to give one lucky FinTech company a whole lot of attention. You can enter to win a full Nasdaq VIP guest experience that includes special promotion of your business. Visit nasdaq.com slash whatthefintech to enter. All over the world, in every country and every culture, storytelling has significant power. I recently talked about this just the other week at the Money 2020 stage where I had the opportunity to discuss the connection between media representation and diversity in fintech. To start, we have to remember that the stories that are repeated in our minds interact with our biology. That's because our brain needs mental shortcuts to simplify and organize information and data that is constantly coming at us. As a result, They impact how we view the world and make meaning of what we perceive. That means there's a direct connection between the representation of diverse communities in media and newsrooms and how it impacts investments in and perceptions of fintech as an industry. The narratives that are told to us create and continue prejudices by those who dominate the storytelling sphere. And according to Pew Research Center analysis, newsroom employees are still largely dominated by white and male employees. In fact, 77% of newsroom employees are white and 61% are male. This is problematic given a more diverse staff is likely to produce a broader range of stories and perspectives. In fact, I've sat in many newsrooms to learn myself from personal experience that that is in fact the case. I also find it hard to believe that it's just a coincidence that the lack of representation in media is reflective of the lack of diversity in fintech. Like newsrooms, venture capitalists are still largely one demographic. 58% are white men. And VC-backed startups are still significantly male at 89.3% and white at 71.6%. So media fuels the perception of our society, but lacks diverse perspectives. So how can we be surprised that our fintech industry, let alone any industry, lacks representation? It's clear that the stories that influence the perceptions of the polarizing fintech narrative impact the funding dollars that go to women and diverse entrepreneurs. It's really that simple. Here's the thing. Fintech will never improve its diversity figures if the community surrenders to this normalcy and becomes silent. I know what it's like to be one of those little girls that grow up not seeing yourself represented and it often leads to self-imposed limitations on what you can achieve and allows negative perceptions to go unchallenged. And we're already seeing this personify itself in fintech. For example, women represent only 30% of the fintech workforce and 12% of fintech founders are women. Of all fintech CEOs globally, 5.6% are women, and less than 4% of women hold the title of Chief Innovation Officer or Technology Officer. With stats like these, why would women or people of color want to even join our industry? I'm doing everything that I can to be a part of the solution, which I believe comes from female and minority founders needing to tell their stories to raise awareness. 
As a journalist, it's my job to help women and people of color be loud about their stories and ensure that they're never forgotten. And as a woman of color, it's my responsibility to create a safe space for women and people of color to feel comfortable to share their stories. That's why I built What the Fintech. Narratives are what establish patterns and norms, and they're also what can inspire the next generation of founders. When we spotlight the narratives of women and people of color who are building, working, and investing in fintech, it can and will shape the future of our industry. And when we're louder together, we can change the narrative. That's why I'm super proud of my partnership with Nasdaq DataLink to host a context for the next trailblazer in fintech to win some major visibility and exposure. Any fintech company can enter and here's what you can expect if you win. As a VIP guest at the Nasdaq market site in the heart of Times Square in New York City, you will one, see your company on the iconic Nasdaq tower, be interviewed by Nasdaq's global markets reporter, Jill Malandrino, in a special episode of Trade Talks. You'll be able to view a live opening or closing bell ceremony, and you'll receive a professional photography package inside the market studio, which is huge. You'll also be given a building tour and meet Nasdaq executives to learn about their data products and fintech solutions and the steps to going public. Plus, you'll be interviewed by me, Nicole, on Humans of Fintech. If all of that doesn't get you jazzed enough for the partnership with Nasdaq, I want to actually share how this partnership came to be. About eight months ago, I first met Nasdaq executive Brandis de Simone to talk about having her as a guest on my podcast. Check out season two, episode five. Back then, I only had 10,000 subscribers and I was really just starting to feel the momentum with my brand. Brandis, a fan of the show, not only joined as a guest, but invited me to Nasdaq's market site in New York for the interview. It was my first time seeing anything like it. The lights, the cameras, the iconic opening and closing bell. It felt like being in a movie. Brandis invited me, a modern disruptor, into the iconic and traditional Nasdaq market site, and it made me feel proud of what I'm building. It increased my visibility and exposure, and she proved and encouraged me to own the power of my voice. Brandis represents women and NASDAQ, which is so much more than an exchange matching buyers and sellers. NASDAQ is an exchange of technology, ideas, and ultimately, community. Why do I share all of this with you? Because the conversations that spark changes start here. They start with connections, and I'm so thankful to have met and connected with Brandis and the NASDAQ team. Whether you're the winner of the NASDAQ contest or not, I do want to close up by sharing some of my tips for sharing your personal story and creating a brand. And my advice is to start with reflection. No one can tell your personal story better than you. It's your gift and it is what sets you apart from the rest. And the more open, authentic, and honest that you can be about yourself, the better. It's like the queen herself, Serena Williams, said on the Money 2020 stage. Founders that are capable of sharing their personal stories have that secret sauce that she's looking for in her play-to-win strategy. And we all know that Serena Williams likes to win. Start by asking yourself, who were you before fintech entered your life? Remembering past realities is the first step towards measuring the depth of change and sharing those personal measures in the same way that we've learned to share problems and solutions is the most impactful way of eliciting our history. 
After all, if people of diverse experiences, genders, ethnicities, ages, and backgrounds begin to see patterns of similarity and write them down, then we could be on track to identifying a more accurate historical pattern and inherently create solutions. And if you're still unsure if sharing your story is right for you, I'd want you to remember that the average American spends over 11 hours a day watching, listening, reading, and interacting with media. And being right there holds power to challenge and change perceptions. The next time you see an ad or watch a TV film, ask yourself whose voice is telling the story. We have to stop trying to retrofit women and people of color into the white-dominated narrative society has already created for us and deems normal. And for the storytellers out there, I hope you strive to give a platform and voice for people to tell their own stories and shape their own identities so that in the future, we can show endless possibilities of who women and diverse people can be and what we can dream. All right, FinTech fam, that's all for this edition of News Bites. And thanks again to our friends over at NASDAQ for collaborating and partnering with us and to our listeners for tuning in. If you loved this episode, be sure to hit that subscribe button. You can find me on all your favorite podcast platforms. Until next time, talk to you soon. <laughs>